Cut base on the base, yeah? Mission down the bottom. You see about one la- second wide line down the, at the bottom. Okay. I met with Tula Benisca Shabal Kerry. He was in the middle of Shemina Esra and he suddenly realized he was in the middle of Davening and he remembered he was a Balkeri. Layasik Eliyakati. He shouldn't stop. He should just shorten each brocha. Rashi says, the Mishnah's philosophy, la yasik gamration, completely stop. And then he cuts the kol bracha bracha. Each one should be shortened. But I'm a kol bracha He says all the brachas shortly. And when he only explains, he says only the beginning and, and the end of each bracha. Now, um, now we're talking about a balkeri. He went to the mikvah shortly before the time that Kriya was about to pass. Yoradetvah, he went down into the mikvah. Im yochalalas v'nizkatas v'nikras ha'shalotei ha'netzachamor if he's able to come out from the mikvah, cover himself. And say shema, all before sunrise. Yala v'yizkasa v'yikros. That's what he should do. He should go, go cover himself, come out of the mikvah, go out and cover himself and say shema. Im lav. If he can't do all this before sunrise, yizkasa v'yikros. He should cover himself with the water meaning he should stand with only his head above the water and say Shema. He should not cover himself either with dirty water, nor with water in which flats with soak because it's smelly, until he puts additional water into it. Now, if you just have a look at Rashi for this, exactly, so Rashi explains you see, actually, yes, it's a token mayim. Gomorrah Farish, Gomorrah explains, come a mayim How much more water does he have to put in? You go to the mikvah, and the mikvah has got smelly water. Imagine how much water you have to put in to dilute it to take the smell away. It's impossible. So, Mafarish law, no. What it actually means is, there are words missing out in the Mishnah which we have to insert. And what are the words? La yikra etzel meiraglat. So, nothing, in other words, the, the part before about going into the going into the mikvah before Krishna start that finishes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but im lav if you can't do it by that time he's scattered by my mikra should cover himself, cover himself with the water and then say shema full stop. Sorry, v'loyes scattered by my maroyim and not smelly water v'loyes may mishra not with water which will so full stop. Then you have to insert the following words lo yikra eitzel meiraglaim. He should not say Kriya Shema where there's Meirag Lion, where there's urine. And then it carries on until he puts additional water into it. So in other words, putting the additional water into it has got nothing to do with the mikvah. That mikvah, that part we finish with. And it's something else. The words missing, the words missing in the Mishnah are don't daven near urine until you dilute it with water. Yes. Now, the common sense that something missing from the Gomorrah and it's referring to the yeah. urine and the yeah. actual liquor. Yeah. But can I ask you a silly question? Yeah. It's, it's, it's compelling, but how do we know? I mean, is it common sense, do you think? Yeah, well, well I mean, let's put it this way. When, at, later on in the Gomorrah, when we will learn it, right, yeah. Watson will say, well, no, his, his tradition of the wording in the Mishnah was different to the wording that we've got. And his tradition was to add in about that you shouldn't have an Eitzel Meir of Lime. You mean we've got a textual variant. That's right. And that variant is the true authentic one. That's right. That's right. So, Ashiyot Lotokhan Maim, 
as a, yeah. Now, carries on the mission of a Kamayakat Mahen And if you have got urine or you've got tsaya, you've got excrement, how far must you distance yourself from it before he's allowed to daven? Answer is Arba Amas. Four Amas. Four cubits is about roughly eight foot. And it doesn't matter if you think, I've only asked the question yeah. whether it's someone else's viewing or one's own. No, it doesn't make any difference. Anyway. It's just because it's, it's, it's not uh, respectful. It's McCovered, it's not respectful. The down to Hashem while there's uh, urine or, or excrement yeah. there. Yeah. Tom Rabobo. Hoyo, I'm a bit full of Minister Shubal Kerry. This is a repetition really of the Mishnah. If you're standing in the middle of Shemun Esra and you remember that he was a Baal Kerry, he should not stop. Davening, Eliyakata, he should shorten. Now the Bryce carries on and says that's something else. He was reading the Torah, it was learning. Venisku Shubal Kerry, and remember this is a Baal Kerry, again, he shouldn't stop reading and go away from the Torah. He should slur his words as he reads. Rashi says, he should say it marutza, in other words, quickly, very quickly. Right? Or say the words unclearly. Yeah, yeah, but do you remember we had the story of, of the man who, who went to Rabbi Huda ben Becerra and, and he thought he, he was a Valkyrie, yeah. so he started slurring his words and Rabbi Huda ben Becerra said, speak clearly because it's okay. So it seems that was the, the sort of way of doing it. I understand the rationale. We're, we're, we're trying to convince the shepherd, Yeah. Yeah. No, what you what you're saying is like this. No, what you're saying is like this. Really speaking, if he would have realised that he was a Balkari before he started laying, before he davened, then he wouldn't have davened, right? Because you've got to go to the mikvah, you can't do it. However, since he only realises it during davening, then he does the next best thing, which is he slows his words. In other words, to say, I shouldn't really be saying these words, but since I'm in the middle, Chazal allowed me to say it, so I'm saying it in such a way to sort of... Uh, so it's, it's, it's like, learning itself, yeah? What? It's learning itself. Yeah, no, he always saying, either... I, no, Korra Batara, but it's a Balkari. It was a Balkara. He was, he was lining, yeah, he was lining. That's what I said, yeah. Yes, that's what I said. Hoya Balkara. He was learning his words, the Antwerp yoke. That's true, that's true, then Pat said they will have to hear it again, who knows, I don't know. But with Rashi, with Rashi, what Rashi says, then it's okay, but Marutzi, just to say it through it quickly, which all part of Korea should do. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, no? Who's What? Well, that, 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 that you know, that, the, sorry, that's the mission that says that, I yeah. Know, I just want to think, I mean, it's a game, isn't it? Is the, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Well, that is, you know, others say you should miss the name of Hashem. You know, what it, that's what it means. It's different shot him to this Yugam game. Either slur his words, or say it quickly, or miss out the name of Hashem. You should make some sort of recognition that really you're sort of, as it were, uncomfortable about davening or laning and all that, because you're, you're not in a position really to do it, had you realised. But you're really in the middle, so don't stop. Rabbi Meir, I'm a Rabbi Meir says, "Ain Balkari Rishoy Likras B'Torah Yosef Mishloisha Pesukim." Balkari is not allowed to read more than three Pesukim from the Torah. Why is that? Because we say the Mishnah Megillah says that somebody who reads from the Torah in the shul, remember, in the olden days, a person got an aliyah, he read from the Torah as well. 
Right? Somebody reads the Messiah, he, he may not read fewer than three psukim. So therefore, what we're saying is that somebody who remembers he's a Balkari should read no more than the minimum. Just stop. No, you should read no more than the minimum. I know, and then he only he three, stop. and then stop. Yeah. This embarrassing. Yeah. What? Pardon? No, then you'll have to hear the lady for some, uh, uh, later on. Somebody else will have to come and do it for them. But he can't. He can't do more than three. Okay. Tanya Idah. We learned another bride. If you were standing at you, you Shmanesra, and he saw excrement in front of him. He should walk forward until the excrement is four amas behind him. And then he can continue davening. Voltania, but we learned in the Brysalist Stodin, that he can, work, he can walk four amas to the side of the excrement. He doesn't have to walk forward, leaving the excrement behind him. Right? He can walk sideways. In other words, if it's here, he can walk over there. He doesn't, he doesn't have to walk in front, leaving it behind him. We're talking about inactive excrement. Pardon? Inactive excrement, old excrement. Not many excrement. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the smell there, yeah, yes, you're quite right. Then you've got, you've got to walk away. Yeah, that's true. So, but any case, so he's got to walk forward and, and uh, it's behind him. So it says the Gemara, but we learnt another price which says it's Stodin. It can be on the side. The first ruling, which says he's got to go four amas in front of the excrement, that plainly implies where it's possible to do so. Hodolai Efsha, where it says you go to the stodin, is where you can't. Rashi explains, say for example, you've got a river, in fr- you've got a river in front of you, right? You've got a river in front of you, so you can't go forward. So therefore, then you go to the stodin. People behind you. And, uh, yeah, any reason, any reason that you cannot possibly go forward, then you're allowed to go to Stodin. But if you can go forward, you go forward. Says the Gemara If you were davening, and you found, literally found excrement bimkoma in his place, what it means is within Daladamas. Then what is the situation? Is his tefillah a tefillah or not? Omarabba. So the rabbi says, Even though he sinned, his tefillah is still a valid tefillah. What's his sin? His sin is because he should have checked it out beforehand if there was excrement or not. Right? And since he didn't check it out, therefore he has sinned. Even though he has sinned, nevertheless, tefillah, tefillah is still a valid prayer. He doesn't have to say it again. Ask the Gemara, Maskila, Rava, Rava, Asa, Kasha, Baha, we've got a posse in, in, uh, in Tehillah, no, in Mishli, Zevach Roshayim Eva. the offering of the wicked is an abomination. Now, this person is considered wicked because he didn't check out whether there was excrement or not. And we know that the offering of a wicked person is Eva is an abomination, meaning it's not counted, therefore you'd have to repeat it. Therefore, Rava concedes and he says, no, what it is, Hail the since he sinned, because he didn't check it out, even though he did daven tefillah to Eva, his tefillah is an abomination, and therefore he has to repeat it. Question. We just learned in the Brayasa, if you were, I made the tefillah of a roadside connector. You were standing in the middle of Shmanesra, and he saw excrement in front of him, what do we say? You've got to move either forward, if possible, if not, you move to the side. It doesn't say anything about repeating the Shmanesra. 
And here we have a brisa that you find sire. You, you, it's not considered because you didn't check it out. It's, it's not. It's not acceptable. And you've got to repeat the tefillah. Huh? Okay. Yeah, that could be that could be a possible answer. But what the mafarshim answer is very simple. In the first case, it was a place where there was no reason to suspect that there was excrement. In the second place, where let's say for argument's sake, there's a lot of little children there, nappies and so on. Where it, where, one, where, where it was almost definite that there was science, then if he didn't check it out, then he's, then he's considered a Rosha or a, a Chaita, you know, he's, he's under the Beira. Why did Gemara sort of catastrophize the person? He's negative, he's not a Rosha, he's not a Rosha, he's negative, but you know, I mean, we don't like you to turn the Rosha. Well, uh, well, uh, uh, it's a good thing to call somebody. That is, um, is it, is it, is it a hyperbole? Is it exaggeration? Purposeful exaggeration? In other words, it was negative. Yeah, no, if you look in, look in Titus, on the side, behold, Zevach Roshoim Ta'eva. Can you see it? Not the bottom Titus. That's the Shahoyah. That's the Mokhem Shahoyah. Yeah, Pirish read, the Dafka Shahoyah Yochol is Tapek, Velishlam Tsayah. When do you consider him a Rosha? in a place where he should have checked it out, and he didn't. That really, that was our question. Our question was, why in one price does it say nothing about repeating Shemun Esther, and the second price it does? And that, that's what I was say. The answer is, that's what Tyson says, the answer is, the second one is considered a chaita, a, 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 a sinner, because it was in a place where he should have suspected that it could have been. Yeah, he doesn't use the word Rosh, it says Chota. He, he, he did a sin. Yeah, no, he says Ahabisha Chota. He did a sin, he did a sin. In the sense that, you know, he should have checked it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Tan Ravala. I'm at the fill of Maim Shosan al He was standing, he was the Midrashman Esra again. Or Mayim Shaisen Alberikov. Basically, he lost control of his bladder, and urine was flowing onto his knees. Okay. Then what does he say? Paisak Ashiyichlo Hamayim. He pauses till the urine stops. V'chazim Espalad, and then he returns to davening. Right. So now, before we said, before we said that. With Saya, it's much stricter. Either you've got to walk away, or if it's in a place where you should be able to check it out, then, then it's filler, it's not even a filler. Why do we say that? So, Tosa says, the bottom Tosa says, I'll just tell you, we don't have to do it inside, that really midoraisa, urine, is only also when a person is actually urinating. So when he's in the process of the action of urinating, that's the Isidoraisa. But just to have urine there, that's only an isodrabonon. And therefore, since an isodrabonon, it's much lighter, and therefore, as soon as the sort of urination, so to say, if that's the right word, has stopped, then you can carry on. Even Even though there's a dampness, yeah, there's a question about how damp it should be, but even if it's very damp, yeah, you can still carry on because... As on his clothes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's, done it. He's, he's wearing his dress and he lost control of his blood in the middle of Shemanesra, right? 
then all he has to do is wait until the urination has finished, right? the activity of, of, of passing the urine, and then he can go back. And we said the reason is because the whole thing is only with Rabbonon. Because Midrash is only when you're actually urinating. Okay. Now the question is, here comes the question of the Gemara. The Chazam is he goes back to Davening. Where does he go back to? Laheichem Chazam. To which point in Shemina Esther does he return? Rav Chisav Rav Amnunah. Machlozi Rav Chisav Rav Amnunah. Chadom Machlozi Rosh. One says that he's got to go back to the beginning of Shemina Esra. And one says he goes to the place where he stopped. So if he, for example, he had this accident when he was saying Rafa'enu, right? Which he needs, he needs a Rafushalema, yeah? Okay, but as an example, the Rafa'enu, then according to the second one, he can go back to Rafa'enu, right? According to the first one, he's got to go back to the beginning. So what's this Machlaikas about? Oh, oh. So let, let's have a look. So let's say that the machlokas is as follows. Masava, one of them holds, if the pause, in other words, he obviously paused while, while this accident was happening, if the pause was as long as the time it takes for him to normally complete the entire Shemesra, then he's got to go to the beginning of Shemesra. Or Masava and the other one holds Lamokasha Posa. No. He can go to the place where he stopped. In other words, the Machlokas is where he stops for the time he can comp- the pause where he stops for the accident is for the time that he can complete the whole of Shemanesra. Well well, no, there definitely is a Machlokas because it says Rav Khisa says one thing, Rav Amnuna says another thing. But the question is, what is the Machlokas about? So what we're saying is like this. We're talking about a case where he stops for the time that he can complete the whole Shemanesra. So one of them says you've got to go back to the beginning because since you've paused for so long that you could have said the whole Shemanesra, you've got to go back to the beginning. And the other one says, no, even though you pause as long as that, as long as you Shemanesra, nevertheless you can go back to the place where you stop. Yeah. Omar Ravashi, so Ravashi says, no, that can't be, that can't be the case where they're arguing. In other words, the Gemara wants to say the case is where he stopped for the time he can complete the whole Shemanesra. So Omar Ravashi, Ravashi asks a question on that. He says, Hi, im shoho, im If that is a dispute, right, in other words, Rav Chisa and Rav Amnuna, they disagree, the Machlokas, is to whether he's got to go back to the beginning. But if he didn't pause for that long, everyone would agree he does not have to return to the beginning. So therefore it's a matter of how long the pause was or not. Then the Gemara, rather than saying, when we say, Laechan Chazer of Chisav Ram Amnona, once is Chazer of Rosh, once is Chadom Mokim Shepozat, to the place where you stopped. You should say at that point, it depends where's the Machlaikas. The Machlaikas is only if you took, if the pause was as long as it takes you to say the Holish Manesra. But there's no machlokas in the case where the pause was less than what it takes you to say Shemana It should have made it clear at the point when it says what the machlokas is. Since it's a matter of pausing, it's a matter of how long the pause was, you should state that. And the fact that it doesn't say that means that that, that can't be the case. Elah, so the Gemara says, the Kula Almim Shokle Ligmas Kula Chaisla Rosh. Everybody agrees. Both Rochisla and Rav Amun agree. That if the pause was as long as it takes to finish the whole of Shemana Esra, 
Chazal Rosh, you've got to go back to the beginning. There's no question about it. For Hossam, but there they argue, so where's the argument? But the Lashar Komafligi, they argue about in a case where the pause was less than the amount of time it takes to say the whole Shemanesra. Now, what's the Makalokas about? The Masovra, 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 right? One Master Hold, right, he is not fit to pray. In other words, he should never, Rush explains, he should never have started to daven because he must have felt a bit of an urge. If a person, you know, loses control, he, normally he would have had a bit of an urge beforehand and he should never have started. So he's a person who really should never have started. He's not a, a sort of an eligible person and he's not fit to, tra- uh, to, to daven. But he's philosopher tefillah. And therefore, his tefillah is not a tefillah. And therefore, that's why he has got to go back to the beginning. So it means even the part that he does, let's have an example again, an example, it happens in Rafa'enu. But from the beginning to Rafa'enu is also not a tefillah because he shouldn't really have done it in that state because he would have had an urge, normally he would have had an urge before it. It's true, sometimes a person can have a complete accident, particularly if he's not well, he can have a complete accident, even though he didn't have any urge. It's true. But the Gemara talks in a, sort of a, in, in, in a case which is likely to happen. You don't talk about the sort of a, a one in a million case which can happen like that. But you talk about the... the well, one in a million. Okay, one in a million, yeah. Okay, but you're talking about the, it's more likely to happen that a person would have had a little bit of an urge before and therefore he shouldn't have done it. And therefore he says that like, it's filler, no, it's filler. And therefore that's why you've got to go back to the beginning. No, it's to one of them. Or Masova, right, it's interesting, it doesn't tell us who says what. It just says, it is Machlokin, Ravchistan, Ravamlona, Chadama. One says this, one says go back to the beginning, one says goes back to the place, Mokham Shapoza. But it doesn't tell us which, but that doesn't matter. Or Masova, the other one holds, Gabra Chazihu, it's No. Even if he had an urge, right? What he said before he urinated, that is still valid. We don't look at sort of whether he had an urge or whether he didn't have an urge. What we say is like this. When, as long as he had not yet urinated, is that part of his filler is a filler. So to recap, we're talking about, everybody agrees that if the pause was long enough for a person to say the whole Shemana Esra, everybody, there's no Machalikas. Everybody agrees, Chaisla Rosh, got to go back to the beginning. The Machalikas is only when he stopped in, that the pause was less than the amount of time he said the whole Shemana Esra. One person said that since he would have felt an urge to go beforehand, even the part that he said before he had the accident is not valid and he's got to go back to the beginning. And the other one says, no, it doesn't matter. Since he done that and he didn't have any accidents up to that point, that point is valid and he could just need to go back to the point where he left it. So even the point, yeah. Um, so yeah. You, you just go back to the point where you have to urinate, would you argue that best goes to the Yeah, of course. In, 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 practical, practical. If a person has a... In fact, I don't know whether we'll get to it tonight, but I don't even remember last time I gave up some halakhas because... Even though generally I'll say this is not halachas here, but the, these are halachas which is important to know because it can happen to anybody, and it, you know it does. And in fact, I mean, it says there. I'll just tell you. It says, um, well, I'll, I'll wait until until we get to that point. 
and I'll give it out, and then we can go through it. Um, right, let's just do a little bit more. Um, I don't want to do too much because you know the, the other. Oh, by the way, next next Wednesday, no shear. I mean, I mean, I've got to go for bar mitzvah to uh, to Manchester. All right. All right. Yeah. You, if you want to take uh, next Wednesday night, I'm not giving a cheer. Yeah. I've got, I've got a bar mitzvah in Manchester. Can Can I trouble you to put it on the thing? Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. So one minute. Where are we up to? Oh, Tom Rabona. Let's just do a little bit more. Um. Tom Rabona. Hanitzrachel in a kovov. Somebody needs to relieve himself. Ali's palal, he should not daven. Right? Until he's done so. And if he does daven, it's considered an abomination. Right? Meaning, he's got to, after he's relieved himself, he's got to repeat Shemana Esra. Right? Whether, whether it's a discussion point, it's a discussion amongst the poskim, whether this pl- applies only if you need excrement, yes. sire, or even for, for katanin. There's, there's, there's a discussion point about that. In other words, here, in, in the game, just as Hanitzrachel in the Kovov, that could be, that Hanitzrachel in the Kovov could be either. Right? Because it just is somebody needs to relieve himself. But any case, okay. Amram Zvidvi Temrav Yehuda, Laishan Sheni Yochalishas Ba'atzmai. When do we say that a person who needs to relieve himself, the tefillah is invalid, only somebody is unable to restrain himself, can't hold himself back. But if he is able to restrain himself, tefillah is tefillah, the tefillah is valid. Right? He can daven the chatzchila, no problem. But come on, for how much time must a person person to be able to restrain himself in order that his tefillah should be valid. Om Rav Sheshesh, says Ad Parthor. Now Parthor, in the time it takes to walk a Parthor, Parthor is a measurement, but the time that it takes to Parthor is, is four mil, and that takes 18 minutes to the mil, mil is about three quarters of a mile, it's 72 minutes, basically 72 minutes. Now the Bir Halacha actually says, why is it that the Gemara doesn't say 72 minutes? Why do they have to talk about a parcel, walking a parcel? We're saying, how long do you have to be able to restrain yourself? And it's really, in other words, if you know, it's now 10 to 9, if you know you could hold it in for 72 minutes till 10 o'clock, yeah. right, then your is a tefillah. In other words, even if you need to go, but if you know you can hold it in for 72 minutes, <laughs> your tefillah is a tefillah. That's not one thing you still regret. No, def- definitely not. Anyway, so the question is, why does it term it in, in term of a measure? Like saying 4 mil. Is there a time why doesn't it give, say, 72 minutes? So the Bi'alochah says two things. He says like this. One, he says in the name of Kiva Eger, he says like this. Sometimes, if you're, say, seated and you're not walking, you may be able to hold it back even longer. So therefore we're saying, no, we reckon that 72 minutes must be 72 minutes of walking. 
right? Because even if a person says, well, you know, perhaps I can't hold it in for 72 minutes of walking, but if I'm just sitting in one place, it's easier to hold it. No, it's 72 minutes of walking. That's what, that's what you measure it with, with right? Mogan Avram says, but the, the Bia Lacha doesn't really like this, he says, look, if you can't hold back 72 minutes, then it means that your food has already turned into excrement in your body. Stop it. What yeah. are you talking about? Excrement or... Uh, yeah, no, no. What's my urine here? No, no, no. Well, we, 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 and this Rechel and means either. But what he's saying is something else. He's saying something else. He says, what, where do we get this 72 minutes from? Yeah. Because, you know, it takes 72 minutes to digest. And if you can't hold back 72 minutes, in other words, if talking about sire now, he's talking about excrement, if you can't hold it back for 72 minutes, then it means that the food inside you, which you've had, has already turned into excrement. In, inside, in other words, you need to go. So obviously at certain times, the food must turn into excrement for you to allow you to go to the toilet. So if you can't hold it in for 72 minutes, that food inside you has already turned into excrement. And we have a passage which says, the whole karavai es shem kodshai. All my innards praise Hashem. So if in your innards it's already less than 72 minutes, in other words, therefore it's, there's already excrement, as if to say, there's excrement in your, in your, in your stomach, in your body, that's why, that's another reason why it's 72 minutes, parasol. Alright? Um, what the chametz rock in the cable? What does that mean? No, COVID, from a hole. That doesn't mean urine. Well, it means you need to relieve yourself. But uh, the postium yeah. have a discussion uh, as whether to this rep- to repeat Shemana Esra applies only if you davened when you needed to go excrement or even when you just needed urine. Okay. And there's, there's a discussion because it doesn't say the word sire, it doesn't say uh, okay. it just says somebody needs to relieve himself. It could be either. But there's a discussion. There's a discussion about that. Okay. So, one little bit more. There are those who taught it, this qualification of the Brysa as part of the Brysa itself. In other words, we started with the Brysa like this. Ton Rabonon, the Brysa. He shouldn't daven. That was the Brysa. And then Ravid, and some say Rav Yehuda comes along and says, no, that's only if you can't hold it in. If you can hold it in, it's okay. Up to 72 minutes. Right? So now the Gomorrah is saying... It's really exactly the same. But rather what we're saying is, yeah, that it permits that it's a continuation of the Brysa. You see, the Brysa starts again. Ton Rabbonon is right? You shouldn't daven. And if you do daven, it's a ta'ev, you've got to repeat it. And then Ravid comes along and says a qualification. They only taught that it's invalid if what? If you're unable to restrain yourself. But if you can restrain yourself, you can hold yourself back and back. So now the Gemara says, no, it wasn't Rav Zvid who said that at all. It was a continuation of the Brysa. And Rav Zvid only said the time limit of Parasol at the end. That's all he's saying. So there are those who thought the qualification of the Brysa, namely that if you can restrain yourself, it's okay, it's part of the Brysa. Where does it apply? Where a person is unable to restrain himself. That is all part of the Brysa. That's not what Rabbi Zvid says. 
The weather of Zvid comes in for Atkamol. When you want to know how much time must a person be able to restrain himself, that's where Rav Zvid says Atparsa. It's basically saying the same, it's just a matter of who said it, who didn't say it. They're both saying the same thing, that if you can hold yourself in up for a pass, up for up to 72 minutes, it's okay. The question whether Rav Zvid said this qualification of holding yourself in, or he only mentioned the time part of it, that's all it's saying, nothing more. All right, so we'll leave it. We'll leave it there.